Spotlight's on, Eric. About time it's on. Spotlight is on. We have a special twofer. Twofer Thursday. Double shot Thursday. Is that what a double shot Thursday? Throwback Thursday? I I don't know. But this is the uh, Weird Science DC Comics Spotlight for the week of February 15th, 2017. We're proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, Eric. The Weeby Geeks Network and the Batman Broadcast Network as well as the Tangent Bound Network. A lot of networks in there. I wanted to get this. Usually we don't do this very officially. I figure we should do that. Fair uh, enough. I'm, I'm going to start being a little more official. Are you proud? Proud. Are you proud? I want to tell everybody who is uh, tuning in for the first time, this spotlight is to give you a little taste of what our podcast is all about. A little appetizer for that. Yes. The main podcast can run about 12 hours. And it's filled with reviews of every stinking DC comic that comes out that week. Listener mail, Eric, that goes on forever. Rant and raves that I want to freaking gong. And plenty of nonsense. And if you like to hear us, or if you like what you hear on this spotlight, Eric, come up and see me sometime. Oh, Jesus Christ. Big boy, are you listening to the spotlight? Are you taking inventory? You need new material that doesn't make sense. When when I'm good, I'm very very good, Eric. But when go I'm watch bad, some more Mae I'm West. So you can get some more. Material. Oh, I got some new. How about this one? Ten men waiting for me at the door. Send one of them home. I'm tired. That means <laughs> I'm, I'm a whore. <laughs> I read that quote. I'm like, it should go dot dot dot. I'm a whore, baby. <laughs> Nine guys. Ah, oh, Mae West, you've done it again. But this is the spotlight. But like I said, it's going to give you a little bit of a glimpse of what our podcast is all about. Uh, we say it all the time. People, I I got in arguments with people on Twitter this week that they're just complaining that the main podcast is too long. That they can't stand it. The one guy's saying he'd rather read something than listen to us. I I don't. Do we chain people up and I, force I them to yeah. listen to us? I know it's a lot of content, but nobody really ever complained in my life for too much of a free thing. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's fun. like Also, timestamps. If you want to hear one thing, yeah. just check this thing yeah, out Yeah, right that here. is true, It'll too. If right you're just listening, it. if you're listening to this for the first time or you just listen to the spotlight because you don't want to listen to a 12-hour podcast, I mean, who – and also, that's the thing, too. This guy was saying, like, I can't believe that you guys think somebody's going to listen to you for 12 hours. First off, we don't. Uh, you, nope. you can listen to whatever the hell you want. Uh, also, you got to put into the, the the effect here or the factor in the part that we're actually talking for 12 hours. It's not like we're, you know, it, it's nothing. We're actually putting some effort into it, so shut your mouth. Well, That's but what most people don't know because they don't get that far in. Six hours of silence in the middle. Nobody even knows yeah. that. No, nobody knows. That's just <laughs> to pad it so that it all looks long at the end. But, yeah, there's time stamps. You can go. If we are a spoiler podcast. We'll be spoiling stuff tonight if you don't like that. Then you know, listen to the news, listen yeah. to the mail. Toby at one point was just listening to the mail section. That's crazy. He was me. still getting a four-hour podcast out of it. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, but you long-winded bastards. You only live <laughs> once, but if you do it right, once is enough, Eric. Oh, uh, I, I don't think I'm I'm doing it right. <laughs> Ten men waiting for me at the door. You told me this one. Send them all in. I loop myself up. Oh. There you go. 
May West was the original dice clay. I, I of do course. Hickory dickory duck. I'm going to get, I, I won't even go into that, but uh, this week we actually have two new books. One is a rebirth by title. One is a rebirth without saying a rebirth. Yeah, like you can't have a rebirth of a book that never existed, uh, but it is, it's a rebirth title, right? The Super So series. you want to go back and just say that that prologue during the Superman title was the rebirth, like uh, extended issue? No, I actually, yeah, I, I think that it goes with this because the problem is you had that beginning of Super Sons in the Superman book yeah. a couple, a month or so ago. Uh, the problem is they get to this issue and you still can't really assume that everybody read that. So nope. you, you still have to really spell it out. Uh, though I think that Tomasi did a pretty decent job uh, of actually, giving you a little more. I don't think more. he like, rehashed that much at all. That's I think what I'm saying. pretty much went into this yes. expecting people to, hey, look, this is uh, Clark Kent and Lois Lane's son. This is Bruce Wayne's yep. son. They pals. They do stuff together. Yeah, and Bam, you even get in. a little bit, when we get into it, you get a little bit of their home life. Kind of makes you feel bad for Damien. I, I said in my review, it's like, God damn it, there's John having such a great time with his family, and there's Damien getting yelled at. Uh, but it works. Uh, that's what Damien, I love Damien. I love John. Uh, we're also going to talk about Batwoman. Uh, the rebirth number one tonight as well, which is kind of odd. Usually these spotlights, we only do talk about one book. We figure what the hell. We'll talk about two. I said every now and again we'll break two out. Yeah, well, I, I said all these people complaining about you know listening to twelve hours. Fuck them. We'll give it two books tonight. Uh, hopefully well, we'll. Uh, in my mind, we'll talk four hours each book, and, and then we'll go. I'm just gonna read the book. On, you can go. Gun. You can go and get something to eat. I'll just read the book and I'll act it out in voices. And and this is how Batwoman would sound oh, God like. Damn it. Hey there, Batman. You are, you teaching, are you teaching me how to be a vigilante? Are you taking inventory? Oh, my How's God. That? No, no. <laughs> you don't want that? You, you wouldn't no. want that? Hey, Sergeant, I'm not going to lie. You have ten women waiting at the door. Send one home. I'm tired. There you go. And scene. There, that's all you need to know. Hey, You're a monster. M- mommy's home. That's that's the end, Eric. Yes, I'm gonna write the uh, radio plays it might based just on be both. But this one and that. Hey, if you expect me to piggyback with you on those narrow shoulders, you got another thing coming, Johnny. Why? Why is Damien now May West? <laughs> hey there. What's your name? It's Superboy. Let's go, baby. How's that? I don't, I don't like good. Damien Wayne anymore. He creeps me the fuck you out. You don't like Damien Wayne? Hey, isn't it a little late for breaking and entering, kiddos? There's Lex Luthor. It's, everyone's there. It's Ed, hello, I love. Think, I think this is going to be a very confusing radio play. Uh, yeah, is it, how about that? Hello, love. What are you doing pretending you're my teacher and my bus driver? There, that, that's John. Isn't that the voice that you get in your head when you're reading anything with uh, little John Superboy? It might Hello. be now, and I'm going to be angry about Hello, it. Hello, love. What's daddy going off to? Is this Justice League business? What <laughs> the fuck, mommy? It, <laughs> hey, mommy, I saw you got a couple of aces up your sleeve. There you go. And see. I don't know, I don't know where I'm going. I have, <laughs> I have a bunch of notes written down. And I'm following nothing. Yeah, this is good. People I, are gonna... I'm really happy these weren't in your notes. No, no. <laughs> All I had was ten men waiting for me at the door. Send one home. I'm, I'm tired because for some reason I knew that if I said come up and see me sometime, you were going to say I need new material. So yeah. I thought ahead. 
baby. I thought ahead. If this is what life's about, fucking shoot me in the head. There you go. That was a weird uh, offline. That that was not a well quoted May West line. I think, I think that uh, was more of a Jim Warner than a May West. Send in the next guy before my uterus falls out. <laughs> that, was, that was a, a little no movie. Gross. That was a little no movie. She was. <laughs> ah, hey, I've got three holes and a lot of willingness. <laughs> oh god, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Oh god, this Woman is again. This is the best. This is a spotlight. And here's what you're going to get in the podcast. Now you see why it's 12 fucking hours. I get caught doing fucking caught up in this nonsense. You're the one who does it. I see you over there fucking smoking away. I'm trying to make you laugh, Eric. Now laugh for me, you trained hey, monkey. Dude, dude, dude. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been 110 episodes oh. of the same Mae West impersonation. It's not doing it for you anymore? No. 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 I'm gonna, okay, huh? Hey and the there, thing is, it's starting out by just creeping me out, and there were 110 episodes yeah, now in. Hey, just, Eric, what's going on? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what to say to that. It's, it's, what's going it's, on? It's Lady Gaga. I thought that you liked my Super Bowl performance. I did, Lady Gaga. Hey, don't fat shame me, Eric Shea. I wouldn't do that. I'm not a piece of shit like Jim Werner. Oh. But this is Adele now. It's Lady Gaga went home. How about that? It's very that confusing radio plays, man. It's very confusing indeed. You want to start this out? You want to stop this fucking nonsense and start Please. this out? Okay. We're going to start out with, uh, I, I don't know. Actually, I was going to flip a coin uh, because it's one of those things. One of these books we really, really like. Almost like my Adele impersonation. Hey, I won these awards, but I think Lemonade should have won. Even though when you see me, it looks like I'm drinking milkshakes. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. See, that was one. Or you have, hey, there. (laughs) We're starting with Super Sons. Oh, Jesus. I think I'm drunk. I might be drunk on life. We're taking I'm NyQuil earlier. so fucking happy with life that I just cannot stop it. Uh, what Super happens? Sons. I have to make a clean break here, too, so when I put this in the regular podcast, I don't have this extraneous nonsense. So here is the clean <laughs> break, Eric. Super Sons God number one. <laughs> Super Sons number one, written by Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Jorge Jimenez, Alejandro Sanchez, and Rob Lee. I have been waiting for what feels like forever for this book, and now that it's here, I'm not disappointed. This issue was basically a rebirth issue to get us all up to speed, and that's not a diss, because I love seeing the two little guys together doing anything. Here we see that Damien is Damien is a bad influence with a horrible home life uh, on John, or a bad influence on John. I added the home life bit, and it's all going to lead to some dangerous stuff down the line right now however we get a great looking issue that ends with an awesome cliffhanger please keep lex in this book eric seriously please at that, god i, I want him up, to somehow to be the mentor of these two oh, boys yeah. and piss both their fathers you, off i had a really good time this is a very quick read uh you get up to speed people who don't like damien i don't know that this issue is the one that's going to win you over no absolutely uh, it, but if you love damien you're going to love him even more. I mean, this is it, – it cements in the shit that he does here is so great 
just because to me he's very bored, Eric. This whole book seems to be based on a very bored Damien who wants a friend in John. And that's it. But uh, at the end, Lex shows well, up. Are his Teen Titan friends not enough for him I, now? He's I don't think like so. That's the thing. I, I really think that for the most part they're going to separate this book you're not going to hear a lot of mentions because basically the minute that you mention the teen titans while john is younger they might make a pass and then you would get them like you'd wonder like why the fuck do we have this book why isn't john just going over to teen titans he's Uh, only 10 years old he's not a teenager yeah yeah, and uh fucking you know Fucking Starfire. She, she's fucking, you know what? She's 13. 35. She's fucking 40. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that they're going to separate this. So T- I think Tameranians that when, age differently, yeah, Jim. <laughs> I, I think, and, and really what I'll tell you is. She might be 35. She's got the mind of a child. Oh, yeah, she, and, and the body for, for loving. Uh, the <laughs> thing about the whole deal is I don't think that ever the Teen Titans are going to be his team I I don't think they're going to be his best friend, which John's I believe be John will be. John is his best friend, but what the fuck happened at the beginning of this book? <laughs> please the explain prologue? it to me. Yeah, please I'm explain you, whatever went on there. All of a sudden, it's become it's it's a prologue with "It's a Good Life," the old Twilight yeah. Zone episode. Yeah, where that's what it is. Reggie has this whole family on a set of a TV yep. show. Yep. It seems like, yep. and he's just asking them to do stuff for him, and it seems like they're all about it because. I don't know. I'm telling you. Because He's going to send them to the yeah. goddamn cornfield if he doesn't get his way. Yeah, it is. It, it's it's exactly what it is. And the thing that's fucked up is that it goes through, and yeah, they're like, you know, ready. hey, I want to get the car now. In the meantime, I don't think they ever leave this goddamn set. I think at one point, uh, the art itself isn't the greatest in this beginning because even at the part, the, the quote-unquote dad looks like he might be sweating at one point, like he's very nervous about it. Yeah. I wish that I wish it was a little more detailed that you could see that a little better. But, yeah, there's this Reggie. It's like any Reggie. Reggies are very Reggies demanding. Are bad news. I know. Anytime you get involved with a Reggie, it is bad news. But you have this family. It looks like a yeah, regular deal. When it pulls away, they are on a, you know, a film stage a sound stage type deal nobody is there eric nope. there is no crew there's no nothing cameramen, no. empty monitors yep yeah empty mon- it's like that's when i was like what the fuck is going on and, and tell obviously you, initially it reminded me of the old batman animated series episode with a uh, baby doll how she wanted like okay. she was a, like pretty much she was like gary coleman where she didn't like you know age really. yeah, yeah yeah and she like after the show ended her life went nowhere so she kidnapped maybe. her like her uh, tv family yeah, maybe that's maybe that's more uh, to it than what you you think. Maybe that is something because I think that obviously we're going to see this down the line and see what's going on. Uh, it's such an odd opener, though, right? What you, you talking about, Archie? Yeah, what's you <laughs> what you talking that's, about, that's Dad? That's what Reggie's freaking catchphrase to be in the TV That'd show. That's great. World. What you talking about, Archie? Yeah, it's really uh, original, right? Yeah, oh, it's great. Uh, <laughs> As it's going on, then, it goes off, and I don't know about you as well, and this is something that I thought originally was the digital copy deal, but when you go to the next thing where you have uh, Damien and John, then, it's like the now, and they're getting attacked, everything looked very stretched out. Like, uh, yeah, like that, the, that is the way the panels work. You know, yeah. I could see that being a part of the digital thing when you jump in. You're like, yes. oh, this is just And it's weird this, because but. I had the print copy and it's the same. And it really does seem like – like I really do like the art for the most part in this book. But 
the the beginning I wish, like I said, was a little more detailed, but this really seems like there was some sort of stretching well, the of the is, art when it printed. I think they're trying to play the whole speed angle. Like, yeah, you know, I you guess. Stretch it's out just, for how fast it just seemed here. weird, but yeah, this is, the, this is the quote-unquote now, and this is the thing. You're going to be jumping in back and forth in time in this issue, but not enough to get us annoyed. I, you no, know, we get annoyed not, with no. this. This we is actually... We get to the now section where Damien and John seem to be running through a jungle fighting robot doppelgangers of yeah, themselves. Yeah, robot doppelgangers of themselves. And it's, like again, this is, this is a good, yeah. And this is a good setup uh, to get you excited. Though I, I didn't really need that because I was pretty excited going in. But the yeah. best part of this whole thing, they're running through the jungle and Damien is on John's back. He's piggyback <laughs> riding, which he does say That's a great callback later, call back later yeah. on. He, he calls back later and he's like, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, uh... At this point, again, if you're reading it and you didn't read anything else, this is the first book you grab in Rebirth. I think that you might be a little bit confused at this point, thinking maybe this is stuff that already happened, whatever. And especially that prologue is just crazy. Yeah. I think for the most part, people, including myself, when I did the review, uh, I just, you know, that didn't Glossed factor over in. That. We'll yeah, get that back didn't to that when something important anything. happens. Yeah, that didn't really factor into anything. But now we go back to two days earlier in oh, Hold on, before County. we do that, when I see freaking John and Damien running through the jungle about to take on the robot fucking doubles, yeah. I'm looking at John, who's right up front st- uh, front stage here. Uh, and uh, I'm looking at his goddamn holes in his knees. I'm like, God damn it, Lois, why can't this kid even have a pair of pants yeah, that are it, it's you know, funny, all, it's like, not, fine? It's not the knee to me, it's the other side where it's like, it's cut where there isn't a knee. Like, that's like, the worst to I me. I know he's been doing Superboy stuff, but every time I see him put on the goddamn costume, he has holes in his knees. Yep. I'm like, God damn it, Lois. Lois did you put the bottle down for a she's second off drinking. and mend up these goddamn <laughs> she's pants. A, I'm telling you, at one point, uh, we get to it where they're playing cards, and uh, Clark's like, yeah, she's a real good bluffer. I think she bluffs being sober half the time. And that's what he means. He's like, yeah, she plays along. Well, she bluffs along. Even at that point, he freaking Superman goes off because he has some goddamn Justice League stuff to do. Yeah. All right, right John, away. daddy's. Daddy's yep. gone. Time for bed. Yep, right okay. away. The minute okay. he leaves, Mommy's she's like, it, yeah. time. Mommy needs some time. I got a bottle of vodka and a cucumber over here. Mommy needs some <laughs> alone time. <laughs> but, yeah, it goes back two days uh, earlier. It's going to pickle itself. Yes, it goes two days earlier where you're going to find out, you know, where, where we led to. And this is very good. Like you said, it's not recap. It's but it's very good to get people involved in what's going on. John's and going off to school. For everybody who read the Superman issues, it's a great continuation. Oh yeah, and John's going off to school. Sits with Kathy. I mean, it's it's like the greatest hits. The bullies are there. They're picking on this kid who very much looks like Wally West uh, to me, like a little Wally West. And John, he doesn't want to take it. He wants to step in, and they kind of you know shoot the candy at him. I thought yeah, it was spitballs they, at first, you know, but they, they say, say it's candy. candy. Fucking spitballs. Yeah, yeah. And the bus driver, who looked like he, he's a, a substitute bus driver, and he looks hilarious to me. And he's like, hey, guys, settle down back there and stop your goddamn nonsense. And then John sits down. And Kathy is kind of – has always been, though – we don't get a lot of her in the Superman book, uh, but she's always the voice of reason to me. Yeah. Like, you know, don't go to goddamn Death Swamp or what, what's the swamp? Dead, that, dead Man Swamp. Dead man, I don't want to go to Dead Man Swamp. It doesn't have a great name. Like, she's always there. And she does say, like, don't step in. Leave it alone. Don't get involved. And then, you know, John gets yelled at by the bus driver. 
And she's like, I told you so. But then we go later in that day, the kids are going to have this snowball fight and the bullies step in. They're going to fucking try to cause trouble. And I, I've had snowball uh, fights like this. It's the worst. I have you because I'm telling you, yeah. this concept, it makes perfect sense to me, but it's nothing I ever experienced before yeah, in my no, life. The, these the thing about it is, kids put rocks in the snowball. Yeah, balls. the thing, I've never had the rocks, but you'll get the guys who will put ice oh, in yeah. the middle of a snowball. It's the same thing. You get hit, you're going to get cut. And, uh, you know, it's John, the ice, that's a dick move right away. For some reason, rocks makes it even worse. No, that's, it's a great way to point out a goddamn bully. Because, yeah, they throw uh, the rocks in the snowballs. The one kid who was bullied earlier uh, gets hit. He gets cut. Kathy, of course, it bounces off her. And I didn't know if that was kind of a, I don't know, kind of a call out or whatever that she, because we're still wondering in the Superman book what's going on with her grandfather and maybe yeah, her. Yeah, Tom, Tom freaking Brandon came off yeah. very odd in this issue of yeah, Superman, I, even, but like. I actually will go with what she said, how it just kind of I will, off. too. She's it's just puppy, kind of she's funny. She's got a puppy jacket on. Yeah, it's kind of funny, though, that maybe they're getting at something. But here's the <laughs> point where it starts to really get good because you have a thing. And this is very much if you haven't read any of these books, and this is the first book you jump into, but you've seen The Incredibles, it is very much like that. There is John. He's in school. He's trying to fit in. But all of a sudden, he wants to use his powers. He has to dial him back because his mom and dad have told him not to do it. He can't expose himself like this. But at the point, he's so mad, his eyes start glowing. And it's like, shit is going to go down right now yeah. really bad. And he dials it back. He's like, no, no, no. And he keeps you know, going. All of a sudden... A huge snow. I don't really understand don't exactly what In my happened. mind, for, like, like, because we see that Damien is on the school yes. roof. But it's funny at this point he's still mind, dressed up as the bus driver too. Yeah, but in, in my mind, well, he's he's about to drive everybody home on the bus yeah, yeah. after school. But yeah, it's in so my funny, mind, he's been up there for about three hours rolling the world's biggest snowball from yeah. everything that's all the like, snow. That's nobody's on the roof seen of the him. Uh, but again. A lot of things like this in this book I can overlook because it's a lot of fun. And it, yeah. it makes sense with the characters and stuff. But really, I don't know what the hell kind of snowball that is. Uh, but yeah, well, at the one point. Even how he threw it down. Man, even at the point, Kathy looks up and sees the goddamn bus. Why is the bus driver on the roof? Like, she He's just a goes. creep, yeah, and she's like, yeah, And he does look a bit like a creep, doesn't he? And Kathy's like, oh, we guess we got an angel on our shoulder, John. And that's where John. He's, he's actually in this is showing a couple times where he's a little smarter than what we've been led to believe uh, in the past, in the books yeah. that he's been in, and also very uh, a little more mature as well in this book. Because even when he gets on the bus, he's like, hey, you're not the usual bus driver and stuff like that, which I liked. I liked Stranger that danger. I, I'm yeah, good really. with this. Come on, John. Yeah, but still, what is it up to him? It's a bus driver. You know, shut up, kid. But uh, he goes, oh. Forrest, Forrest Gump, yeah. who are you? Yeah, really, that's what it was like. And he's like, oh, or a devil, Kathy. And then he goes, and it, you see that it's Damien who is dressed up like the bus driver. And it, it, it's called, you said uh, beforehand, you did not like the art of Damien without now, any you, of I the mask. Love, and it, I love Jorge Menes' art. It's one of my favorite artists at DC right now, and I love the way he draws John, but for whatever reason, reason when we get damien down here without his mask on his ears look like goddamn elf ears yeah they are they are the pretty crazy uh but yeah he he the, takes the, off the his mask too. he has this whole like bus driver disguise on where he's oh, like yeah. you know posing as this old man i'm like and the thing he has he has he's like shoes these little uh, heighteners like yep. he puts his fucking feet in i'm like they're not that high up you're still really tidy because yeah, you're still is, only a little bit taller than john i'm telling you I think that those shoes with the Heitner shoes, and I like how he shows John, too. He pulls up his pants to show him. 
That might be the best little bit of art that I've seen in months. I loved it. I thought that was so cool and how he's like showing he's so proud of himself that he tricked John because then he's like, Hey yeah, you know, I was dressed up as your deal. Was also his third period substitute teacher. Uh where I wanna know is because he does spell out well, I'll get to it, but he that's where John's like, Don't you have classes of your own back in Gotham? No, I'm homeschooled. And then he tells him I was the third period teacher. Where's the real teacher, Eric? Or the substitute (laughs) that would have replaced the teacher? He's Where with is Ray he? Delane. I'm telling you, he's in the in a trunk. He's in the <laughs> trunk somewhere, dead. Because you you don't just show up and say, "Hey, you know, I'm the substitute." There has to be something that leads to this. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> John it has a murderer on his team with him because Damien did something fucked up. But yeah, at the one point, the art progression was a little off as well uh, because John says, hey, you know, what are you making up all that, you know, earth science stuff? And it, you know right away what Damien's going to say. He's like, I could have had a doctorate in geology when I was seven. And John starts laughing. And it seemed a little odd just to kind of push the whole idea that John is a happy-go-lucky kid and Damien is a brooding emo fella and that he is really emo right there. But it, it actually, that little three three panel progression it just seemed a little off to me because he's like oh you know didn't you what happened to your teacher and, oh my mom killed him and dumped him in the ocean oh yeah right and then it just but it keeps I'll going though, in my mind this would all be humorous to john because this is such an alien concept it for is but just he a, when he with. says he's still kind of laughing he has a little like when he gets uh yeah because my mom killed the professor were bullshitters when i was in elementary school yeah but i don't i think i think up to this point i don't think he would consider damien a bullshitter just a little bit that he's been around it's batman's son batman's son isn't a bullshitter if he says that he had a doctorate in geology at seven i think you can go with it but yeah at this point then he throws that fucking mask of it's disgusting i'm like it's like false face actually i believe (laughs) that that is the face the skin of the original guy he has skinned that guy's face and now he threw it at john and john's like ah, uh but yeah you go from there he's taking him home but then you go back to gotham city damien has gone home and batman's pissed him he has not followed the rules he no, hasn't done he his homework hung out in hamilton county yeah, yeah he's doing studies. shit instead of doing his own studies he's teaching john's class <laughs> uh i love alfred's just sitting there while john or, uh, damien grabs the candy bar and the water and just jumps off of alfred's head and he, i like it he's like thanks for the pivot point pennyworth he's you are so not welcome mr damon i really like all the characters in this book and i like the fact you have to get batman out of the book you cannot have batman and it's a yeah, really good way of doing busy, it and I, like i'm yeah. telling you Half the time we see Damien anymore, Batman's off doing shit. Yeah, and I like this, that it's very well set up. And I like it, too, because it is a fucked up fucking life that he leads. So he's there training. Batman shows up. He's like, I'm going out. And Damien is so happy. This is almost like, you know, my kids, I'm like, hey, let's go to fucking Wendy's. You know, this is Batman. He's going out, and Damien's going to go with him. He's so happy. And Batman's like, no, no, no. You you haven't followed the rules. You you don't do your assignments. You promised me. You're grounded. You got to do your work. And then you go right from there to see how great a life John has, at least when Clark 
works there that? with Lois. It seems boring as shit to sit yeah, there playing yeah. cards with your it parents. It does. Yeah, but he seems very happy about it. Everybody's happy, and it's such a, you know, it really is the juxtaposition of the dark and oh, the definitely. light. And you get the idea that you have John, who has a really good home life uh, compared to Damien. And, yeah, they're playing cards, and he's talking to Clark and Lois and says, you know, there was this snowball fight. There was this bully. I stepped up. I didn't use my powers. And I don't know. It's, it's one of those where they, they spell out that Lois says, listen, you, you stepped up and did something. Somebody nice else is going to see bitch. that and step up, and I'm like, you are going to get somebody killed, Lois, because you were talking to a kid Look, who's I, a super I boy. The, I saw the end of Pay It Forward. It did yeah. not turn out well for that no, kid. And, and that's the best part is this is very much in my in my review I put, this is a Pay It Forward moment. I don't want to see the end because Billy she really – got stabbed. Yeah, Spoiler yeah, she really, yeah, she really spells out. It's like you stood up. It's like – I've always been told and kind of say the whole deal is there's bullies. You just got to, you know, ride the wave. Ignore them. They want a reaction. She is going so much opposite and has to realize that the other people that John is inspiring, I know the whole thing. It's John is inspiring people like his dad. These other people that were being inspired, they're not super boys. They are going to get their asses handed to them. Even with that, she's talking about, look, people are going to see you stand up to these boys, and then with that, other people are going to stand up, and then eventually these boys are going to realize that they're, they have no one the boy anymore because everybody's going to stand up to them. I'm like, I went to elementary school. That shit never no, happened. it doesn't happen that way. And, and for the most part, what you get is a twist and turn, and now these inspired kids, like they like the power, Eric. They become the bullies. You're, you're starting a whole bully war here. It's East Coast, West Coast bully war that John is starting, and Lois loves it because she just she has aces up her sleeve. God, Jesus. Uh, but, yeah, Clark gets a call. He's got to go off, and I really do like that. He kisses Lois. little oh, sexy kid. I like that, kid. too. It's a very passionate kiss. Yeah, it is. It's very sexy. Fucking cards flying everywhere. I'm, I'm telling you, if you look... Look, I have a feeling you're going to see about eight aces because Lois is a goddamn cheater. And then he says, yeah, I got a league thing. Love you. And goes off. And that's where Lois said, you know, hey, you know, your dad's go. That's cute. He's Time not for even bed. out of eye shot yet. All right, dad's going, no, going to he's bed. He's flying away. Hey, yep. You got to go to bed. He does go to bed. He's laying there, and that's where Damien shows up, and John gets up and Just fucking straight up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, straight up fucking, you know, eyes heated up, ready to go. And they, they have that back and forth, which I is what this book, book is really based on. And I love John in the little little uh, fucking outfit he goes to bed in, and Damien's all the suited PJs. up. Come yeah, on. It's great. It's so good, though. And I'm He's like, just a little kid. I know, I'm like, this is the most fucked up sleepover. That is, you know, Eric Shea there. And then at one point, Lois comes in like, hey, what's going on? Perfect for a sleepover. You know, yeah. me and you are at the sleepover and we're talking. And somebody, hey, you know what? I told you you have to go to sleep. And it's so great because Damien disappears at that point. And then when Lois goes back out, he's <laughs> hanging upside down on the tree. <laughs> the best so part good. is I'm thinking about you and me having a sleepover. And in my mind, in this situation, I'm John because you're at my place. Oh, yeah. I'm 10 years old. And with our age difference, you're 24. <laughs> I'm 24. Um, and for some reason, I'm in the PJs. Okay, and that thing, your mom comes in and she's like, "Hey, did I hear? Wh why is a grown man in your bed with you?" <laughs> and you're wearing oh, a great. ten year old's PJ, so everything is stretched out. <laughs> no, the problem is I'm wearing your PJs, Eric. They fit me. Your ten year old PJs. They, they fit. I actually have to roll up the fucking bottoms. Like, hey. 
what do you want to do well, you know, with the sleepover? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, Maybe I could use my credit card and we'll go out and hit the town or so. It's very off. She's calling the police now. But yeah, Damien comes in. I like He's like, hey, what's your name? Oh, oh it's Jonathan Kent. You know that. He's you stupid idiot. It's Superboy. Come on. Let's be super. And they go off to Metropolis. He even says, your dad's home away from home. Uh, points out. Now, the best part of this is, and I really think the most important thing for new people going is when they go to Metropolis, they have like a Dark Knight Returns type of type And I'm of telling you, Damien brought the lightning from Gotham over to Metropolis. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that, but that's where Damien's swinging and John is jumping, and Damien says, I can't believe you still can't fly. That is a huge thing for people who don't know. I'm yeah. really glad that that was spelled out, because a lot of people would have been like, why isn't he flying? He's Superboy. He should be flying. And if you aren't reading the other books, he doesn't have it. He spells it out here. He has not developed that power yet. Not even sure if he will. Got to find out. I would assume he will, and I think it would be in this book. But, yeah, they are going to Metropolis to investigate break-ins at LexCorp. And they go to a building, and they're climbing up, and then they get, you know, and he, John the whole time. John is like me as a kid. He thinks he's going to be in trouble. He's all upset. Damien doesn't care. He's fucking hardcore. Uh, but, yeah, all of a sudden, they hear something behind him. It's like, hey, horrible weather for breaking and entering. Can I help you boys with something? And it is Lex Luthor. And he looks and so badass in this reflection. so badass, and it's such a great thing. That, of course, you get the whole Lex versus Clark deal here because it is John, his son here. But like you said at the beginning and like I, I said to you as well, I hope for God that somehow Lex is able to mentor them. It would be the greatest thing and I, ever. I'm telling you, too, it's another thing that he has on Bruce. Uh, I don't know if he'll like, you know, he knows Damien. I'm yeah, sure he yeah, can put yeah. the shit together. But yeah, yeah, I don't know if they're still using this continuity. But, yeah. but at the end of Forever Evil, Lex knows who Batman yep, Lex is. Lex showed up at, at the manor and asked to see Batman. And Alfred's yep. like, I don't know. What, and no, no, no. I know what's going on. And that was a big thing of him getting on the Justice League as well. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's awesome. I think I think it's great, and I, I I just want at least a couple issues of Lex trying to teach him and saying how do I reach these kids at Tell least once or twice. Couple. I want twenty. Yeah, and then at the end they they decide to part ways, and he's like, you know what, guys. I thought that I was teaching you. <laughs> you were teaching me. And then somehow they enter in the solar-powered car uh, contest to go to Australia. Jesus Eric. Christ. It'd be, so It'd be so great. It'd be so great. Halle Berry and, and Jim Belushi show up. We have a whole movie going on. But I, I really <laughs> liked it. It's a very quick read. I very. do suggest. I mean, this is one of those issues that – I can easily recommend to anybody. I, I, you really could. If you want to see, if you're reading a bunch of books and you have, uh, you know, a slot that you have a couple extra bucks that you want to see what's going on, this you, is I, easy to I, recommend. If I only had a couple bucks for like, you know, our five, our $25 do or die yeah. playlist for a month, I would quickly drop something just to put yeah, this, this in. Yeah, this is, this is now, if whenever we redo it, unless this is something, hot shit. yeah, unless something really goes wrong, this is on my list. This is now on my list. I, I'm telling, and especially because Teen Titans is on my list as well, I think now. It's but we'll see list. how that goes. If that falters, yeah. then this is easily on there, but it is so good. Uh, I love it. I love the art. I know what and you're I'm saying so about that one it, panel. I'm so happy it dis didn't disappoint because this is the one book I've been looking forward yeah. to since pretty much Rebirth started and it was first announced yep. yeah. and 
It did not disappoint. I'm nope. so happy. And I didn't can't disappoint wait to get at more. all. And if, if you know, in a personal deal, people who listen to us and stuff like that, I have a lot of books that I review that I fucking want to kill myself when I do a couple this week. Uh, and this was one that I grabbed right. Like I called this. I, there has been oh, yeah. few books that I have called out uh, to be time. mine. And the minute that it went, I said, I, I'm getting this. And I'm so glad. This is like another one of those, like a red hood. That, And I think right now, I know it's only one issue. It really reminds me of that type of quality book, like a red hood that you, no, I'm you right know. There with you. Yeah, you know that you're going to get it's it. The, the creative team's awesome, and it, it's a lot of fun. I love, again, I love Damien. Damien is one of my favorite characters, and I and really I, I really fell in love with John as well. It's funny, too, because I you always say, like, Dan, I always use Superboy because I never really know what to call John. Like, because everybody wants to call him John Kent. Oh yeah, he's John John White. He's John Smith. They've they've gone a couple ways. So yeah, was John White back in Lewis and Clark, and then they moved from the West Coast over the East Coast to John Smith. Smith. But still, you want to say John Kent? Kent. Yeah, Yeah. you want to say John Kent, but so I just say I say Damian Wayne and Superboy. See, I don't want to say Superboy either because I I know Connell. I know. Well, this is the problem. Is but he's (laughs) such a cool. He's such a good little boy. Look at him in his jammies. I'm going through as well. And I love it too because it is one of those things where uh, Damien is he's a he's a pretty dark kid, and yeah. John to me is already affecting him a bit to make him a little better, and and also Damien is making John a little bit of a miscreant, uh, you know, a little bit too. He's not listening to his mom as much, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, but yeah, I gave it a 9.4 on the site, Eric. This is actually, you'll hear it, this is easily my book of the week. There's no other book that I like more than this this week. So later when I say it, hopefully I remember then. But yeah, this is my book of the week. What would you give it? I was going towards an 8.5 out of 10, but I think I will up it to a 9 out of 10. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed so this much. issue. Yeah, I, I had a too. few problems with the art, like, you know, at certain spots, but overall. Yeah, I'm telling you, when really we were talking about it, book. I really think that it's that one page, that one panel where he takes off the mask of the bus driver when he really has those ears that are really off. Because even at the, the part where he looks real emo, I actually yeah. like him there. He looks a little dashing. Eric, he's a dashing young man. But even that in the prologue bit, which I'm telling you, I, that's intrigued me. I want to know what the yeah. hell's going on with that. But even yeah. some of the art there, it's just kind of, I don't know. I Overall, I really love the art. Jorge yeah. Menace is still one of my favorite artists. <laughs> I can't wait to see what yeah. else we get. I'm telling you, that prologue seemed to me like they got done the issue. And they're like, we need two or three more pages. Let's figure out where we <laughs> hey, go from here. Up, yeah, what's coming up? Let, let's fucking get that in because it's such a weird way to start. It really, it had me worried at first, but I'm, I'm glad. Because I'm telling you, we got this great. prologue of something that might happen later on. And then we jump to now where they're fighting fucking robot doppelgangers. Then we go back in time. That's what I'm saying. It's such a weird start. Like you would think that the start was going to be them fighting the doppelgangers. That's the exciting start. I really do think they're like, eh, shit, we got three pages. Let's just add this. Now, they could have had the ending, which the next book has, of the coming soon in Super Sons and had that fucking bullshit that I hate. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Uh, But speaking of which, we'll move on to the next book, which is Batwoman Rebirth number one, Eric. Written by Marguerite Benet, James Tyne in the fourth art by Steve Epting and Jeremy Cox. And to me, I don't know the ins and outs of how this is being done or whatnot, but I I think James Tynan is there – 
as a because of how he set this whole thing up. I, I think yeah, yeah. this is more of a Marguerite Penet. A lot of stuff Binet. we're going to be dealing with is the stuff that was. Uh, yeah, I think it's more of a Marguerite Penet book. I don't know. I I haven't read anything of them, but I think that she is going to eventually. It's her book. This rebirth yeah. to me, it's almost like the Tom King Scott Snyder rebirth of Batman. You had the two of them there, kind of to guide what's going on, make sure you don't fuck the up. Passing of the torch. Yeah, yeah. Shit. The the Batwoman book is underway, and we get a typical rebirth issue to kick it off. While this one was a little less user-friendly than most of the others. It does set up some very interesting things to come. I know that there are those out there that are already uh, want to write this book off, but this was good enough to give me... Uh, I, I can't read tonight. This was good enough for me to give Benet her first arc to see where it's all going. And this is Dan... Uh, reviewed it on the site. Neither me or you reviewed it. At one point, no. this was this is more of a gym book, uh, but I'm glad that I had him. I had too many goddamn books this week, so this was good. <laughs> I had seven books. Everybody else seemed to have three and four. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dan, I'll tell you right off the bat, Dan is a huge Batwoman fan. He was not impressed with this book. He did not like it. He thought that it really spelled out uh, you know, what it did spell out would have been confusing to new people, he he thought, and things like that. I think I liked it more than he did. Uh, just I don't to, know just what Dan say, gave it off the I'll like, tell you, he site, gave it a so. four. He, okay. I mean, he really did not like this. I do think that it's one of those where Dan, and like I said in my intro, um, I think that the people who read this and don't really like it, uh, whatever reason, I think you got to. I think you got to wait it out. I think you got to at least give it three issues. The way we have seen, I hate to say it, the way Rebirth has been, it seems like you have to give it at least six and maybe right. seven because you have that first <laughs> six issue arc and then you get. But uh, I, I thought that there was enough here to intrigue me to go on. I, I think that. It is a little confusing of an issue and things, but I will tell you uh, before we go, if you are new to Batwoman, the New 52 had uh, Batwoman in there, and there was some controversy and stuff, and it did start out J.H. Williams II and W. Hayden Blackman uh, were writing Batwoman, and the whole thing was set up where Maggie Sawyer, who if you're reading other books, she's in Action Comics right now, right? That's where she right. showed she, up. She's the freaking head of the MCU. Yes. Uh, her and Kate, uh, who is Batwoman, uh, were planning that they, there was going to be a marriage. They were going to get married in there, and DC stepped in, and there was a big controversy where DC tried to fucking back their way out of it and say, listen, we're no not against gay marriage. Married. We're not letting anybody get married. And that was kind of true for somewhat. You know, you had Animal Man who was already married, and they, yeah. there was a lot of things that were a little wonky. But again, if anything... That that whole controversy led to and even that was at times okay. it seemed like Mara and Aquaman yeah, were yeah, already yeah. married or well, on the ver like they're engaged yep. this entire and, time. And the whole thing is maybe you can at least look back and say J. H. Williams the second and W. Hayden Blackman. That was kind of a start of what maybe ended up being the decision for rebirth because one of the rebirth decisions was we're going to bring back hope, we're going to bring back love, the people in love, and things like that. Unfortunately. Kate and Maggie had already been apart, yeah, then, so they, they were didn't gone. get. To, yeah, they didn't get to have the benefits of this rebirth. Uh, you do see Maggie in one panel here, and I think that might be. I, I didn't read all of Dan's thing, but I, I bet you that's something that he was a little upset with because Maggie was huge in the New Fifty Two. Exactly, and that's a problem I had with this issue because we go. Yeah. This pretty much this whole rebirth issue is recapping the life of uh, Kate, Kate. Kate. Yep, and we have one like little. Half panel yeah, one half with her panel. kissing Maggie. I'm like, 
That was a big part and, of her And here's book, the and thing. Like, not only just that, no explanation. It's not no. even like like you, you could have had Kate say, I love you, Maggie, and like, I love you too. And even if you really want to go more of it, have them like that's when they proposed and, and they were going to get married. It didn't happen, but that was something that was leading. They were going to get married. And, yeah, it kind of was a kick in the face, I thought. Now, the other thing that came Tell up. You, when, when, when that freaking went down, my girlfriend loved reading Batwoman. Yeah. When everything like that happened and the freaking, you know, uh, the, that creative team left. And yeah, they she left. just got on the kibosh. She yep. stopped reading. So that's what she was really into the whole thing for was the relationship between Kate yeah. and Maggie. And when that was put that on was the pretty much, kibosh, and that was the thing. She was done. That really was the – that was 90% of the book at least. Yeah. That was the, what the book was about. And uh, when Williams and Blackman left, they left because they said, this is bullshit. We're done. You know, the editorial is going to tell us that we can't have this wedding that we set up. And even at that point – Yeah, and even at that point, it was set up, and it seemed like it was a go. And then they backed out of it. And DC really could have, you know, actually been very progressive in allowing that, and they didn't. But what happened is – the book was in sh- – sh- like you didn't have a creative team and Mark and Draco and Jeremy Hahn jumped in. And that's when actually when I started reviewing it because it was kind of a, a, a clean slate change and I, I got on. And I really liked it. A lot of people didn't. But that was when Batwoman had the team The Unknowns. That yes. was – and uh, if you like Detective Comics, and I'm not going to tell you that you'll go back and read this. And it's it's Batwoman Volume 6, and it's actually called The Unknowns. You can get the trade. I'm not telling you it's perfect. It's got a lot of things, and things started getting rushed and kind of going, you know, a little wonky. But the team was Etrigan, Clayface, Ragman, and Red Alice with with uh, Batwoman. Batwoman, yeah. They were in space. It, it was fun. It was crazy, and yeah. it was fun. The the thing about it is that it was the villains that Nocturna and uh, Morgan Le Fay at, at a yeah. point. That was where it was a little bit off. But I had a lot of fun. And if you do like Detective and you have a couple bucks and you see that that trade, you might want to check it out. And she had that team, The Unknowns, which is kind of a play on The Outsiders with Batman. I, I had a lot of fun with it. But it did, if, if you were reading Detective and you had that whole thing in the Rebirth or the beginning. They didn't have a Detective Rebirth. But when the beginning of Rebirth itself and – when uh, Kate Kane's like, oh, I worked with Clayface before. That's where it was. So, And the thing about it is I wish that they would have had at least a panel. At one point so near I. the end, they have the Detective Comics panel. It would have been really cool, like you said, have a split deal where it shows. Because even then, you had a couple of those splash pages at some point in that run where it was that whole deal. And seeing Ragman and Etrigan, it was fun for me. It was but, really cool. I yeah, had yeah. such a good time reading but that But again, part. you're having a rebirth here. Here, which wants to you know give the history and they really seem to pretty much say yeah that new 52 whatever That's, some exactly. of the things the stuff they use is it's classic continuity of kate Kane, yeah, but yeah. they really need to push the renee montoya and put the maggie yep. sawyer stuff on the back burner yeah they even have the bit where in the new 52 wonder woman gathered a team that batwoman was on for yep. for like this thing and they have that that seems more in the front than maggie maggie and and kate are off to the side in that panel 
it just stepped was on a... my Batwoman's boots the way yeah. the page is laid out. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you you get the greatest hits of her life or the greatest misses because she did not have a great life. You know, no. she had her twin Elizabeth, and they were out, and they got kidnapped. Her mom and her sister, twin sister, got killed, uh, and that's when her dad was the one who came in. You know, and if you've been reading Detective, you know Jacob. He came in. And he was part, part of the yeah. yeah. He was part of the tactical force that went to get them out. Uh, and then you Kate's go. His mother that, was executed. Yeah, her she was executed. Beth and her was, sister uh, caught in the crossfire. Yep, she was caught in the crossfire. So you go from there. And but I guess really thought she didn't die. She's freaking Red Alice. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you see later. But yeah, and then you go. She's at West Point. And if you don't know, or if you do know, the whole thing was she got kicked out of uh, the army because she was gay, and they yep. do spell it out. But again, it's very. I don't know. It's like they're skirting around a lot of this. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of it is alluded to and she does say she says to the, you know, the commanding officer, he says, listen, you know, lie to me and say this isn't going to happen. It was a mistake or whatever. And Kate's a stand up woman. She's like, no, 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 I'm not lying about shit. That's the army way or whatever. I'm gay. And she gets kicked out, and you go, and then she has like the, the loss, her lost time. Oh yeah, yeah. It's weird because I I always say Marines, and then in this that the one she's there, they have the West Point and the Army stuff. She even has an Army shirt on in this. Really? So, yeah, yeah. She has the oh, Army maybe shirt. Maybe it is Army. I always yeah. thought it was Marines myself. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. And I just was like, okay, I'm going with Army, and you can see the girl that she's with has oh, Army yeah. pants on and stuff like that. So we'll go with it. But uh, then you know you go and you see that at points she kind of became a, a wild child and she was off partying and things like that which is you know interspersed with the stuff of her getting kicked out of the army or marines whatever uh but yeah you go through the military thing. <laughs> yeah the military and, and again then all of a sudden you're in the uh, malta where she's there and it, it is a little confusing w with you know jumping back and forth in places well, I mean, where saying, and at this point you have the lost year where she's just in fucking like what is it uh the island of fucking yeah she's uh, in malta Coriana? she's in yeah, yeah she's in uh the island of Coriana and the coast of malta or off the coast of malta and she's there she has a goddamn lightning bolt in the side of her head and she's freaking punk around here uh <laughs> but yeah even there you get a little hint of things coming down because uh she's there with uh sophia and they're lovers but she's this sophia's like oh you're always thinking somebody's after you or whatever and you see that somebody if i was to, to send an assassin after you you yeah. would know it was me or something like yeah. that you know and, and, shit and like here's that. the assassin to the goddamn window and, like, and okay, it's like it's if there weird. were really assassins sneaking through my house in the shadows like a league league of shadows, you know, league yeah. of shadows. And again this is all set up and things like that but i think that when people are reading it they're going to be a little confused, like, did this really happen? I know it's the lost years, but eh, it's like, okay, let's get on with it. Uh, but from there you go, and I'm, I'm looking at it. This is kind of a hard issue to kind of explain because it is a lot of this background and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, you have Renee Montoya with her and, and stuff like that, and they're going to kiss, so you get that little thing. But, again, it's not really spelled out enough. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. really trying to give you a greatest hits without giving you but, a full song. Yeah, <laughs> it's they, just, she meets up with Renee Montoya again. She's back in Gotham, and then yeah. you know they kiss, and then she has the introduction to Batman when she's being mugged, which you know then she becomes obsessed with that. Yeah, she's obsessed with Batman. She wants to be like him. She wants to learn shit, and that's where you get the whole thing. Now, if you're reading Detective Comics, this part of it 
even with the stuff with the, her when she was getting mugged and Batman stopping it and then leading into Jacob training her, yeah. uh, number one, it, it seemed a little off. It seemed a little later in the game that I thought only because in Detective you saw when Kate was really young where she's like, I want to be like you. And he's like, yeah, you're going to be. I, I don't know. But it, it goes with the continuity here. But she starts to train uh, to be Batwoman. And if you are reading Detective, you've gotten this ad nauseum, really. Every time Jacob opens his goddamn mouth, it's this whole thing about her wanting to be, you know, something like Batman but a little different. But that's where you get the, the big splash pages where you have, Batwoman, like you said, it's like she's stomping on, you know, a Maggie and her, which maybe that is done kind of as a little call out. Like, yeah, do you see you fucking assholes? You stomp that out. But yeah, you see one woman, but you also see Alice with her sister Beth uh, falling off a bridge and things like that. But again, nothing spelled out. Especially the Maggie you have there, and you don't even know who that is. If you nope. don't know, you're not going to know that that was the most important person in her goddamn life. And it really did seem like a slap in the face. And now uh, we're going to retcon that out a bit and say yeah. it was Renee the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that's what it seems. But you go to the next page, and that's where you have the Detective t- Comics team. And just like you, when I turn, Clayface is the thing that immediately yeah. draws you. I thought and it was, when I, I saw thought it was that, the I'm unknowns. Like, okay, the unknowns right oh, there. Oh, it would have been so Red great. Rob, like, yeah, have fucking, yeah, I saw spoiler there. And I'm like, God <laughs> damn it. Why isn't that fucking Red Alice? Yeah, fucking Ragman, Etrigan. No, it that would should be have been so Ragman cool. in my mind right yeah. there. It would have been so cool, though, just to have that. So, And really, if you're going to do this, make something intriguing like that where people are like, what the fuck is going on here? I want to know and, and maybe go back and buy the trade. Uh, but, yeah, they didn't do that. It's nope. basically a greatest hits at this point. Uh, but, yeah, then you go from here, and this is such a quick issue. Uh, very and quick, I'm telling you, very I quick and very like it, it's very disjointed because you're just going through her history, but you're not really giving quick. enough. Yeah, nothing here got it's like me a to montage a point. Of her entire yeah, it was life. a montage, and nothing in this made me sit there and go. God, this is awesome. Oh, man, I don't know. I didn't know that. Or I, it really, everything seemed just too quick and I'm almost sorry, the to the point. The only thing I didn't know in this bit was the fucking Island of Malta shit. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, but that was the lost year. So I don't yeah. even know that the whole deal. To me, this was if, if And I didn't you, get enough from that to get yeah, really interested no, about it. Cause I have you no know, you had that on. assassin. You're like, okay, there's people who are already after. To me... I really think, and we're not done yet, there's just a little bit left, uh, but to me this whole thing read as if uh, Marguerite Benet was like, okay, I have to do a rebirth issue, I don't, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give a little hints of what's to come, I'm just going to throw shit together. It really yeah. didn't feel like a complete issue. This seemed like, it, to me, this would be what I would have done if you said, hey, we're going to have a thing about Batwoman, you know, take some notes and tell us about it. That's what it seems. It seems like taking notes and then showing us enough of this backstory so that you can get it the fuck out of the way and move on. That's what I'm saying. Everybody who wanted to bail, like Dan, uh, I think that it's something where it should improve. I can't say it will. I, I Obviously, I don't Rebirth know issues future. are like this, though. They need to get yeah. everybody caught up and on the same goddamn page. Yeah, it's forward. weird, though. Like, like 
like we were talking about, this one's a little odd because it doesn't give you enough for everybody to get on the same page because I think that once we go, it's going to be more of Detective Comics leading into this. That's well, yeah, the page even when that we, get to we the have next to be part, on. You know, the aftermath of the yes. Monster Man. And you have that. That's what I'm saying. About. You have the Monster yep. Man. Venom is out on the black market. Yeah, and you have the aftermath of the Monster Man and her leaving the team uh, kind of like, where are you going to go? What are you going to do, Kate? And then you see, like, all along, everybody has, you know, left her, told her she's left everybody. She's never been committed to anything, and this is what she's going to be committed to now. Uh, and she's got to figure out. And this was this was pushed in the Batman uh, or Batwoman Begins type yeah, deal of her comics, yeah. in Detective, where she. Ha- she wants to have her own purpose. Th- th- really, that's one thing that has been kind of drummed into our heads since the beginning of Detective Comics, that even with Jacob, g- with the flashbacks, she wants to have her own purpose. She wants to do something. Uh, but yeah, then it looks like she's going to be looking into the Monster Men that we already had seen, that Jacob in. Again, that's another thing. If you're not reading Detective Comics, there's a big part of this that you're missing yeah. because the Monster Men thing, she went back and her dad said, Listen, I know what they're doing with this. You talk to me and me alone. We're going to figure this out. And we're going to work to bring these people down. Uh, you don't get a lot of that here. You, you know what I'm saying? That you, you you're really left in Jacob the dark. Kane, really. No, and you're really left in the dark. I really do think that they're assuming that everybody reading this should be reading Detective Comics, and especially that Batwoman Begins. But That's we'll a fucked up thing to assume, because my girlfriend would be into this series, but she would not have read Detective Comics. No, she wouldn't have. So I think that she would read this, and, and I think like Jess would have read this, and I think that coming out of it, and really it's funny, I was going to have you have her read it to see what she thought. I think that she would probably be like, you know, it's okay. It kind of pointed out some things that I like, but I'm, I'm a little confused to where they're going because that's where I would go. But, yeah, at the end then, it ends with a soon, and all of a sudden you have what a colony uh, who are the bad guys. Again, don't even spell it out here. That's no. a big thing for Kate is colony that was a, you know, the covert military organization that her dad, Jacob, ran. You know, and training people caught. to be like Batman. Yeah, yeah, to be an, there, an, uh, an army situation. of Batman. Yeah, it was an army of Batman that kind of went a little over the top and, and kind of got its own, you know, became kind of evil here. Uh, but, yeah, people wouldn't even know that if they're nope. not reading Detective Comics. It's really weird. But you have one of the guys saying, Commander Kane, we're approaching Gotham. Your orders. And it's a woman. And she says... And Open she's wearing fire. a colony like symbol yes. on a Batwoman costume. She has the costume. colony. Yes, she's almost like, and it says, you know, Batwoman, Batwoman Rebirth. But yeah, it's the Batwoman version of Colony here. Pretty cool. We'd already seen Colony you, when, Prime, and we'd seen Jacob was the leader, but he's in jail. He's in the Bat Jail now. Uh, and, prison, yeah. and I think that everybody, I know what you're going to say, and say it because I think a lot of people would have been the same way. But go. When I got to the end of this issue, I was very confused because I'm like, okay, it uh, looks like, you know, soon coming up, Batwoman is going to be in colony. Yeah, and, I'm like, yeah. and then I sat there and just looked at it for a little while. I'm like, why does Kate look like a grandmother yeah, yeah. here? And the thing is, I really, that's why they spelled it out soon and then tried to do this. But again, it's a little bit of confusion that you don't need to have. I think a lot of people will think this is oh, Kate yeah. right I, off the I bat. think that you're supposed to kind of think that originally and then kind of dial it back and go, wait a second. Okay, soon. 
what the fuck has she been doing? She's on yeah. fucking meth. It, it really, you have those Shit pictures, like when lately. you have those like seven pictures in a row of people getting arrested for meth, and within a year and a half, they look like they aged 90 years. But yeah, this we think is her adoptive. Uh, her stepmother. Her stepmother, that's what I mean. Her Catherine Hamilton King. Yep, Catherine Hamilton King, which uh, Jacob remarried, and we think that now that Jacob has been, uh, you know, arrested and is out of colony, and to the point where. I do think once Colony Prime did show up to try to get Jacob out and they and he failed, I think word has got back to Colony that he's he is a you know, he's flipped. He's, yeah, he's no longer coat. with Colony. He's with his daughter and he is telling fucking secrets. I believe that that's why she would be coming to Gotham to take care of Kate and Jacob because Colony, you know, they don't need a fucking songbird singing. He don't need the fucking Tweety Bird singing there. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, snitches get stitches. They're about That's to right get here. open fire. Uh, I, that intrigues me. I yeah. really do, and I want to see if that's a, exactly – if it's correct, if that's who it is, and see how she got involved in Colony, if she always was. You know, I would assume that we're going to go, and if this is her uh, – obviously, it is a cane, so we think it is, and uh, that Jacob will tell Kate about it, and we'll go from yeah. there. But uh, I like the art a lot in this. Uh, on It's Steve Epting who's going to be on the series. I don't know – that I got a full grasp of what a real issue will be like just because we're jumping all over the oh, place. Oh, great. I'm telling you, the way this is set up, it is a montage. It's all, it's all splash pages. Like, for the most part, besides for, you know, a few panels here and there, yeah. it is very, like, you know, just thrown at it's you. It's static. So, it, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not a very moving, you know, the issue doesn't have a lot of movement in the art. It's a lot of, here's what she did here, and then you have a splash page. Here's this. And so everything looks great to me. I, I really like it. And in fact... I, I do think it looks a little like the Jeremy Hahn stuff in that Batman and the uh, Batwoman and the Unknowns. I think it's very similar to that style. Maybe right. a little, little better. Maybe you don't like it as much. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, I want to see an actual issue. You know, panel for panel, what happens when you're not just showcasing a lot of flash and, or splash pages? So we'll see. But yeah, they call out Red Alice is there uh, fully in the you know in the makeup and stuff like that. At yeah. one point, you have Stephanie at the are you leaving us you know you have a lot of greatest hits here uh we'll see where it goes but i do think that uh oh and uh, actually there's the coming soon in the pages that i fucking hate and it looks like the one is uh tahani who actually looks like it, she's an assassin but it does look like the girl who was at that uh you know and outside of malta D yeah, didn't that yeah, look yeah. like her? Then you have something that looks like she's going to be involved in Scarecrow. I, it, it could be anybody for yeah, the, like, know. You know, for what we see it with just the figure, is, you know. You're throwing that out there, and you've already, you know, I don't know. But it, I'm telling you, I hate these, you know, coming soon in the pages. And this one, to me, is a bunch of nonsense. It you, is. You, get, you see that she might be a Scarecrow deal. That seems pretty cool. You have her and Renee, and then you have Red Alice in the last bit. But, yeah, and it's... It says next issue on sale March 15th, and I liked it. I liked it enough. Uh, it was okay. I'm telling you, it's a rebirth issue like any other goddamn rebirth yeah, issue where they just, try to catch you up. But the way it's presented here, I think, you know, you have to do a lot of your yeah. own research to yeah, get a you full do. grasp of what, yep. what's going on here. And, you know, I like the art enough, but even some scenes, like, you know, I didn't think it was great. Like when she's on the yacht and shit like that when she's yeah, partying, yeah. like, it wasn't all that great to me. But this was not <sighs> – like I'm telling you, there's stuff in here like I feel like I should know. Like when she's on the island of Malta during this lost year, yeah. 
And like I'm like, should I know this? Because well, it's even right there, even like you all even all this other shit. You brought up something that kind of bothered me as well. Is you had that whole thing on the yacht? Why? That that yeah. really what to show me that at some point she got kicked out of the military and then decided to go a little wild child? I, I really don't care. You know what I mean? That that's yeah. not going to make me care more or less about the character. I think that was all wasted. Even the like the dialogue at that point. Who's that? Oh, that's that rich, you know, Kane. Yeah, she's going to go missing soon. It was like, what are you, a piece of shit? But it really that was odd. Like you have a issue. You have a rebirth issue where you are trying to grab people and teach them stuff you're trying to teach these kids eric and and that's what you're teaching them you know what i mean you know, and, and, then, the, and then it's, not it's spell such a out up line too and i'm telling you i don't know why but it bothered me a little bit like all of a sudden i felt like a prude because when we hear these you know these rich snobs yeah. talking shit on kate uh kate on the goddamn yachts yeah. like this spoiled heiress with a little crab maga, a little crab maga heard west point kicked her out over sticking her fingers in the cookie jar yeah. head yeah, like, oh, I was like, that who is are such you? A bad taste. And then, I'm t- yeah, I'm trying to get back to that point because I'm telling you, at that one, the one line almost was like, eh, she's going to get drunk and get raped and killed. I- I'm telling yeah, you, that's what it's. She's a missing white girl yeah. waiting to happen. Yeah. I'm just like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And then it looks like she's shooting at a cake. Yep. <laughs> no, or fucking an ice sculpture. And it's just, it was just odd. And yeah. it, you have that where I'm looking at it now. Even the stuff in, uh, you know, in the lost years, you have probably six pages there, seven, eight pages even. Uh, give me a Maggie. Give me a whole thing that really, really meant something in her life, not yeah. her shooting at desserts and and being, you know, you know, told that she put the fingers in the cookie jar. No, the cookie yeah. jar head. Yeah, yeah, the cookie jar. And fuck that. Uh, what would you give it? I'd give it a six out of ten. Yeah, I think I would give it a six out of ten as well. Uh, I am intrigued to see where it goes. I thought that that uh, cliffhanger was intriguing enough to get yeah. me wondering what's you, going even on. That, it confused me right off the bat because I thought I was looking at Kate. Uh, Kate. Yeah, I, know. I can't want to see want to say Kane. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. But no, I, I thought I was looking at Kate. And I'm telling you, I just sat there staring at this last page for a while, and I don't even know why. And I'm like. God damn, she looks like yeah. a grandmother in this. Yeah. That can't be yeah. Kate. Oh, I'm telling. I just thought that shit had gone wrong first. She cut her hair a little. Yeah, they, they once you once you wrap it, yourself around that it wasn't. But uh, it really, the minute that I saw soon and I saw the symbol, I was like, holy shit, shit's gonna go wrong. Or I thought, oh, she's gonna go undercover, Eric. She's yeah, gonna pretend. And I'm like, no, no, they really make. They got the crow's feet on the eyes and shit like that. It, I do believe it's her stepmom, but we'll see. So do I. Uh, but yeah, I hope it gets better for people who really like the character as well and i think that it will that is my prediction eric I'm i always, hope so i'm always wrong and then yeah i don't see anybody <laughs> my, my uh death star as i say that i always say somebody's gonna die i don't see it in this issue yet eric so at least about no. that but that is the spotlight two books down the drain I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about on the podcast uh, because if you are listening, I said at the beginning, we have a hell of a long podcast and we'll be talking about all these books uh, at length and they start with Aquaman number 17, then Batman number 17, which is the next issue of the I Am Bane story, Ian Bane. I'll tell you, you don't find out exactly what happened to those Robins, Eric. You don't find out exactly. Something did. Batman or Batwoman Rebirth number one, which we just talked about. Green Arrow number seventeen. 
uh, Green Lanterns, number 17. Harley Quinn, number 14. He-Man Thundercats, number 5, Eric. He-Man Thundercats. That sounds like a match made in heaven. Justice you, League, you, number 15. You are 15. so lost in that book whenever you read it. Yeah. Oh, about. I'm always. My head just fucking spins. Uh, Justice League, number 15. I'm lost in that one, too. I'm fucking <laughs> lost like I'm drowning. I need somebody to throw me a goddamn fucking, uh, what is that called? A fucking a ring. A life preserver? What a life preserver. I couldn't remember what they were called. Nightwing number 15, which you told me is a nice little Valentine's Day issue. I really enjoyed it. Odyssey of the Amazons number two, I would say that that's kind of a Valentine's Day issue if you like to see ice giants kind of allude to raping people, Eric. That's that's my type of holiday. Uh, right. Raven number six, that ends that series. Marv Wolfman will go off into the sunset, Eric. Thank God. Ah, yeah. If you listen to the regular podcast and you tune in to Raven, uh, you might think that I have checked out because I do not talk a lot. In I, that I don't one even know as if well. you've read any of these issues. Honestly. I've read it. I just I have nothing to say about it. I got so mad in the first one, and you guys both told me that I was full of shit, so I stopped fucking talking. I actually, it's like now, music to my you, ears. I think you got mad that we enjoyed that first yeah. issue, and, and I, I told you it was going to be terrible, and nobody believed me. And it's music to my ears hearing you guys just fucking bash it now. Super Sons number one, which we talked about tonight. Superman number seventeen. Uh, what's that? Dead Man's Curve? Is that what that one is? <laughs> Dead Man's Swamp. Little <laughs> one shot issue swamp. before we get to the uh, Superman Reborn story arc. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Trinity number six, which ends that better than I think better together. I think the arc was called. Yes. Yeah. And. Possibly the only time we will talk about this book, what we will be talking, Wildstorm number one, and that is a very close to being my book of the week. I'll tell you, nice. that was a shocker to me. Um, I will also say that if you hear this and say, holy shit, I want to go get it, so I hear what Jim loves – you got to do a little research while you're doing this. This is a revamp of the universe. Uh, it is a very cold open that Warren Ellis is giving you, uh, but I, it pays off. If you actually look into things and read, uh, basically you are – it's kind of like a, a day in the life of Wildstorm Universe, and a lot of people show up. To me, it really felt like if they rebooted Star Wars, and right. you had like Luke walking through the street and runs into Princess Leia. If you know who these people are and what they're going to become, it, it's fucking awesome. I loved it. I really did. So I do suggest uh, reading that. And that would be it. So there's a bunch of books. Uh, I would think that this week's podcast, Eric, I'm going to guess nine and a half hours. It's not going to be as long. Well, it's not going to be as long as our usual, but I do think that you're going to. But get every time nine you say shit half. like that, it's always two hours more than you like you say. I know. But yeah, if you listen to this and want to send in an email, in the regular podcast, we read every email, good, bad, and different. Uh, email us at weirdsciencedccomics at gmail.com. Uh, it's telling you if you don't listen to the podcast and you're like oh man i'd like to it's not like other podcasts people don't necessarily write in like dear jim and eric what do you think of wildstorm no people get a little more in depth you can write anything you want God people damn, do they get people ask us what you know the last time we had diarrhea 
You know, shit like that. And if they don't, Eric, I'm going to tell you I'm anyway. I'm pretty sure nobody has ever asked. You just tell them. Yeah, you think that Manship has never asked us that. You are full of crap. He asked every time I talk to the guy, he asked me if I've had diarrhea. He's got that's a problem, not, Eric. That's not on the podcast. He's though. got a problem. <laughs> uh, yes, but yeah, we also have rant and raves and shit like that. But I, I enjoy it. I enjoy what we do, Eric. So I enjoy it so much. I want to go to bed right now. What do you think of that? Actually, I'm going to go and watch uh, a little bit of TV uh, tonight as we recorded. Riverdale was on. Uh, that's the one TV show at this moment that I'm keeping up with. And I'm going to go. I'm going to watch that probably. I don't know. It's getting a little later. I, when we started recording tonight, I thought that we were going to be done at a reasonable hour. Uh, just like last night, we did our pop culture podcast. I should probably mention that too. If you like what we, you know, you like hearing nonsense, we have a weird science pop culture podcast. It's that's what it's named. You can look it up. You know, subscribe. It has its own feed. Uh, but we did that last night, and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be quick. We're gonna get done. We didn't get done to like quarter of twelve. It seemed it was late. It was like, after what are eleven. We, I know yeah, that. I'm like, what are we doing? I gotta get up and go to work. So do you. And I was just, God damn it. But if you wanted to hear that podcast and you wanted to hear some songs like this one, Eric. I love that song. Ah, uh, yes, but we're done, right? Is this it? We are, we are done. done. All right. No more what do we nonsense s- songs. No more nonsense no more songs. No. We're going to turn that hey. spotlight off. Are you going to turn that spotlight off? Are you here to party? Oh!